Hello and welcome to the Coffee and Hustle podcast. Today's episode, we're going to talk about the importance of advertising. I am Carla with Design by Carla, uh, Design by Carla, by the way. And joining me on this podcast is Carolyn Stevenson from the Huntsville Event Magazine. Thank you for joining us on this podcast. Would you give us a little insight about what you do and what is all um, the the information that you distribute? within the Huntsville Magazine. Would you give us a little process behind the scenes? Sure. Um, I'm Carolyn Stevenson. I am the co-owner and the director of sales for Huntsville Event Magazine and the Huntsville Business Journal. Um, What I essentially do, of course, with like many small business owners, I wear many hats, um, but my primary duty is to assist with sales direction, assist with the sales representatives that we have in any uh, in any way that I can. Um, I also could be part of the decision-making with editorial. Um, we really, you know, the primary focus for event magazine really is to go and cover nonprofit events in the community, give them a higher visibility in the community in terms of what their fundraising efforts are. Um, talking a little bit more about and really, you know, providing a platform for the nonprofits in the area, which is so much fun because people love to see what's going on in the community and who's out and about and what they're doing. Um, The Huntsville Business Journal is very different in the sense that we try to provide very hyper-local news information to our readers in the community and, and let them know, especially with all the things that are going on in Huntsville and Madison. Um, let them know what's going on and what industries are coming to our community and what jobs are coming to our community. And, you know, also there's the fun part, what new restaurants are coming to our community and shops. So they're two very different publications. Uh, I do carry a very similar role with both um, in terms of selling advertising and building relationships. So, you know, we all know that Huntsville is such a growing city and How do you get out and actually reach those new businesses that are coming into the area? How do you actually get in contact with those people? A lot of times um, there's many different ways that you can be in touch with them. It could be as far as my role, really going and visiting them and um, patronizing their businesses, taking publications to their businesses, uh, meeting them at events. Um, A lot of times they will be familiar with the business journal because an article was written about them. Um, There's several different ways to to get out and to meet the new businesses and and welcome them to the community and um, get to know them better. I mean, I have to honestly say that the people that I tend to work with are also my friends. I mean, we just become friends. And so my job is actually very fun because I'm working with people that I like. And I get to go visit with them and and talk with them. I learn a lot from them. Um, and just really, it's a relationship. It's all about relationships. Um, I, I truly believe that every business is somewhat of a, not just a partnership, but a or a friendship because uh-huh. it, it means more when your heart and passions in that. And I think that you can really tell the love and passion you have for the, the magazine that you put out, it's such great quality. You can tell that you put a lot of time and effort into it. So it, you know, it just really stands out from everything else in, in around Huntsville. So I, I, you know, I commend you on that. I think it's a beautiful publication. I think that I noticed it 
when I first moved here and I didn't even know you at that time. And I was like, wow, this is an incredible, um, incredible piece of uh, publication that, you know, you want to be in it. You want to be seen in it, you know, and, and I actually have people who, you know, seen my pictures in it a couple of times and they're like, wow, Carla, I saw you in event magazine. I'm like, wow, I'm flattered. (laughs) You know, that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Well, that's really probably the primary thing for Event Magazine is it's fun. It's about people doing something good. These people that go to these events, they're paying to go to these events. And they, you know, they pay to, you know, go and eat dinner or be able to attend an event. They also buy silent auction items. They're supporting our nonprofits. But it's also fun. You get to see people that you're good friends with. It's a fun thing to do. You dress up and you get to go to an event and you see the people that you like and you're excited to see each other, especially, you know, now we haven't seen each other lately. So, um, but it's just, you're doing something good and you're enjoying it. You're having fun with it. So, um, and that's another thing with reading the magazine, I think, is that it's just, it's a lighthearted publication where people can kind of get away from what's going on at the moment and just see what's going on locally. And, and it's kind of a fluff piece. It's fun, but it does have a very good purpose behind it. Yeah. I think the community involvement part of it, I think is very fun because, you know, when you're, when you're new in town, you know, and you don't really know anybody and then, and then you get to know these people through this magazine and what's going on in the community, you get more and more involved in what's going on, not only in your business aspect, but also just getting to know people that are like minded too, because just like you said, you become friends with people that are part of that magazine and you, you continue that friendship through that, that program that you're putting out. And I think that that aspect of what you're doing is really putting people together in pieces that we would never have been able to, you know, what's going on in Huntsville. Well, you know, when you pick up that Huntsville magazine, it's just full of so much information. So how could you not want to advertise in that? How how would you not want to be seen in that? And so I think that's so important is being that community involvement. And you guys are very involved in the community. A lot of people want to, when they see your cameraman, they're running over there like, hey, I want my picture taken. You know, Steve Babin is very famous and very well-liked. You a cannot wonderful. help but like Steve Babin. Yeah, he's such a approachable too. Um, he makes you feel like you're a million dollars in front of that camera. So um, his quality is an amazing. So I think it's so important, you know, during these times when you're questioning what's going on with your business, that I think right now the importance of advertisement is so important and we need mm-hmm. to continue to do that. So um, do you have like, do you have that outline of like how easy it is to advertise and people should reach out to you? So tell us a little bit about your advertising and how all that works. I, I would, anybody that is really, looking to promote their company. And, you know, I have to say that, you know, people will probably think I'm biased, but um, just the the public interest for Event Magazine and being able to see what's going on, you know, we come out six times a year. So you're going to have six publications that throughout the year where there's going to be different events. And, and, you know, there's always those standard events that a lot of people um, that we typically have in the magazine, whether it's the, um, you know, the, my brain just went a little blank because I'm getting older, but 
you get what I'm talking about. Whether it's the you know the American, it could be anything, any of the yeah. the really classic events. What people want to do is they want to know when they advertise that their ad is going to be seen. Yeah, I agree with that. That's the number one thing. So I always have a lot of faith in my publication because I know people are looking at it. I know people are picking it up and looking at it. I would just recommend that anybody give any of us a call. They can go to our website. There's a list of contact numbers and emails where people can reach out to us. And then, of course, what we would do is then just work with you and and get to know you better and find out what works for you as a company and work with you and kind of, you know, come up with some kind of a creative solution to find something that works specifically for you in our magazine. So with this magazine, how many, with only six times a year, how many actually do you actually print and distribute? What's that number right well, now? Well, with, with the event magazine, there's 15,000 copies per issue. So those are going to be distributed to several distribution points throughout Madison County. Some are in Decatur, some are in Marshall County. Um, there's also a digital version of the event magazine on our website. And that will also be on social media. So people, if you can't get a physical copy, well, you can always go online and you can look at the magazine online. Um, The Huntsville Business Journal, we're currently printing and distributing 7,000 copies a month. And a little over 3,000 copies are going to a mailing list. And the remaining 4,000 are going to be distributed along with Event Magazine. We have several distribution points where there's racks like at Drake's and different locations where uh, a lot of copies are there because there's a lot of traffic and a lot and they do move quickly. I I have to say, if you've not seen this magazine, how could you not? Because it's everywhere and it's really neat to see it because whenever I work in when I walk into a building and I see it displayed there, I get all excited because I'm like, I know people are and uh, and I just see so you could really just it's when it when you see it you know it's you you know what I mean you, you it's know very that unique it's a very, it's very unique publication yeah, it's very unique so I think it's one of those one of those things that you definitely want to advertise in and I think that being that you're part of that community you know how you know you definitely want to get more and more involved in it so um absolutely can, and also uh, if I could point out too uh there's like having the two different formats Having a printed physical copy, you just can't dispute the shelf life of that. Yeah. And a lot of these people, a lot of our readers will hold on to copies for a while and they keep them on their coffee table. So your ad could be viewed many, 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 many times. Yeah. Um, and then there's also the digital component where you can view this online. So I feel like we're reaching two very strong demographics. Some people really just want to use um, the, you know, the internet to look at things and others really want to have that paper in hand and they want that physical experience of holding a magazine. So I feel that we're appealing to two very strong demographics with the magazine. Uh, well, I'm old school. I like the, printed I, am too. I, I, I actually love printed books. I, I still have a hard time reading books online, you uh-huh. know, or on Kindle or even on your phone. It just doesn't hold my attention for very long, I, apparently. Uh-huh. And I have a hard time getting through those materials. But when you have a hard copy of it, when you actually physically are holding it, it's almost like you're not that you're forced to read it, but almost like you, you feel like you're part of that story when you're actually uh-huh. you know, going through it. So it's just a different vibe when you have those printed copies. 
Right. You know, that's just that's just the kind of person I am. But you've been in business for quite some time now, right? You've thirteen years. Thirteen years. That is something. We moved here. We moved here from Memphis, Tennessee, in two thousand seven, with the purpose of moving to Huntsville. I loved Huntsville. I would always come to visit because this is where Todd grew up. And we would come to visit his family. And I always just thought it was such a beautiful town. And I always thought it would be great to live here. Well, we figured out a way to move here. And that was to start the magazine. There were two magazines very similar to this in Memphis. And it wasn't hard for us to see how people really enjoyed looking through those magazines. They always went to grab a copy, carried some home. It was passed along to their friends. So we knew there was something to the concept and we knew that there was, we knew that it would be a great business idea. We also knew that there wasn't anything else like that here. So it was something that we felt we had to get on the ground and get started with. So we started June of 2007. So we've been here for 13 years and we've you know, lost every minute of it. It kind of reminds me growing up, uh, I grew up in a small little town in uh, Dothan, outside of Dothan, it was called Houston County, which they call it Columbia at the time. Uh-huh. And I remember the local community would print out this little black and white, and it was like a trifle. I don't know. I don't even remember the details of it, but I remember it was like it was like announcing what was going on in the community, uh-huh. and it was special when your picture was in it because you felt like I, I I reached celebrity status at that point. <laughs> And um, but it was a small little black and white printout. I don't know if you, you know, if you had that in your hometown, but that was that's kind of like I know that it's up a scale when we were talking about comparing a black and white printout versus the Huntsville event magazine. But it kind of reminds me of that hometown feeling like you're part of something Uh that's a growing community. And since I've moved here, I've made so many friends, uh, like minded individuals too, business opportunities as well through these programs like this. And I have to say, uh, you know, I am extremely impressed, Um, but it brings me back to the hometown feeling because I lived in a, I was a, you know, rug rat living on a country farm. And, you know, I look forward to that every single month, getting that little printout. (laughs) Right. I know that sounds silly, but you know, you look forward to that. And so now I don't think it's silly at all. I think that, you know, those are the things that we remember as children. Those are, I remember looking through my mother's magazines, loved looking through magazines. I loved looking at the clothes, looking at the makeup tips. I'm very much a girl, (laughs) very much a girl. But I never thought, I never thought that I would be a publisher. It was not something that ever crossed my mind. It wasn't until you know, you're older and you go, you know, I enjoy it. And I've been in the publishing business for, I was selling publishing in Memphis. So I was selling advertising in Memphis for years before we moved here, but I wasn't part of the publishing aspect. I did the behind the scenes, the production aspect. I had to learn a lot. That's what entrepreneurship is. I mean, it's like, Back in the day, we, you know, when we first started our mind business is like, who even used that word entrepreneurship? You know, um, I think it's we, we learn a lot of lessons when we're in business, you know, uh-huh. and a lot of a lot of mistakes. And I think that we we kind of tend to know some of the things we do really well and uh-huh. some of the things we don't do very well in. But it, that, isn't that incredible how you took something that you did 
and turn it into this idea of what you've got now and how incredible it is and how respectful it is too, because I, I really enjoy the fact that I've, I've actually been in it a couple of times and I'm like, wow, you know, but that's, that's to me is so special to know that you could, you don't even know, you can't even forecast your future mm-hmm. in some way, but here you that's are, <laughs> right. You're, you're in a, in, a, in an industry that, could be is heavily competitive, uh-huh. yet you're different and you unique in your own way. And I think that is something very, very special when it comes to your particular business that you're in right now. And so uh, hands down, that's an incredible, uh, incredible achievement to taking something from an idea and making it so big that you've got. I mean, that's a lot of publications when you do that. That's incredible, you know. Well, we, um, you know, one thing. When we started the magazine, it was uh, 2007, and if you recall, we really started it at a horrible time because that was um, the recession that we were going through. Was it 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009? There was a period of time where things were very uncertain, a little similar to what we've got now, but probably the worst time to start a, a business. And the good thing about it was we looked at it and said, well, we can only go up from here. <laughs> you know, what can we do? You, you know, started so out, you started down in the pit area and then you moved started yourself up. In the pit area. And I didn't have a lot of people when we first moved here who probably had seen some magazines that had come and gone and they just didn't know. They were like, well, uh, you know, print, mm, print's kind of dead. Print's not going to survive. Newspapers aren't surviving. I, there's a lot of that being said, and it, it was it was hard, but um, I think we had to kind of we decided at that point it's like well we're not going to be like everybody else we're just going to keep looking ahead and we're just going to keep doing the best we can, and uh, that's that's hard to do, you know. It's I think encouraging that's out there for anybody starting a business, and uh, sometimes I I just want to tell some you know if you feel like your idea is good and you have a lot of faith in what you're doing, then you just need to look forward and keep plugging away. Even now, a year from now, if you feel that there is something that you've got a lot of faith in and you want to do, do it. And don't let anybody discourage you from doing it. You just have to look forward and don't listen to. Amen on that. Amen. (laughs) I'm just saying, because look, it's very it's easy to get sucked into it. It's hard. It's it's easy to give up. Right. It's hard to work hard. It is. Right. Because mm-hmm. not only on top of that, we're both females and we know the struggles and the hardships, the balancing of running a business, mm-hmm. trying to be everything to everyone else, including your children, including your husband, being all of those things wrapped up in one. And, and then you've got criticism on right. top of that. Right. People, people tend to like negatively put thoughts in your head because females, we're emotional creatures. We, we, we take everything to heart when somebody says something to us and it could be a small little thing. Well, I don't like your shirt today. And you're like, well, what's wrong with my shirt? And I'm believing me all day long. You'd be going, something's wrong with my shirt. What's wrong with my shirt? Cause it messes with your mind. And, you have to overcome those negative thoughts. And so it's a very hard job to do that sometimes. It's it's extremely hard, but 
there's nothing you can do about it. It's going to happen. Yeah. The only thing you yeah. can do is, is work on your reaction to it. You can only control what you do and what you think. I think you only get five seconds of your pity party. I've learned that over the years, though. I used to waller in it. I don't know if that. Oh, yeah, I did, too. We used to do it all the time. We used to waller all up in it going, I'm just going to, this is going to ruin my day. Uh You know, you're just wallering it. And then you realize, what's that going to do for you? It did nothing. Nothing. You have to turn it off. It's like a faucet. Uh And you know what? You just have to plow through and go, you know what? I've got this. And you have to believe in yourself. No matter what negativity is going on around you and the people that are, because if people are being negative to you, they're not your friends anyway. You don't need that energy around you anyway. No, you don't. And so, a big thing that I've always worked on is that the friends and the company I keep are going to be with people who care about me and bring positive energy to my life. And if they don't, I, yeah. I'll love you from a distance. I'll never hate <laughs> you. I will never do anything to you, but I will love you from a distance because there's only so much time on this earth. <laughs> We're social distancing already. So right. I, I understand, <laughs> but <laughs> I think there's a part in time when you go, you wake up one morning and realize what's dragging you down. And mm-hmm. you have to really recognize that part because if you really want your business to be successful, you have to just really believe in what you're selling mm-hmm. and your quality over quantity is very important. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's such a goal that we have to work toward. And, but there's that day and there will be a day. It may be one year, it could be six months. It could be tomorrow, but there will be a day where you wake up and that light comes on and you know what? I've had enough. This right. is about my business. This is what I want to do. And no one's going to stop me. I'm going to believe in it. And you surround yourself around those kinds of people. It changes your mindset completely. Absolutely. I think every business owner should have a support group. I do. I've got a great support group of friends that are business owners in the community. And they have been a lifeline for me, especially through the current, you know, the last two months. Um, Just, you know, whether it's, having to pivot what you're doing and trying to come up with an idea of how do I now operate and do my, you know, handle my business in a completely different world. How do I do that? Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you just need some great minds to come together and help you. They inspire you. They give you great ideas. They're an ear when you need to talk and you just know that you have a support group. That's huge. I think think that I agree with that. I think that, these community programs and you can, you can shut yourself off. Uh-huh. Right. And say, I'm not going to go out and meet people. I think person, person to person networking is just as, a, as important as online networking. Uh-huh. And I know that it's been very difficult in these last several months to be able to do that aspect. It's different because even though we're in a zoom meeting and we're all on the, uh, you know, and our pretty pictures up there in front of everybody, it's different because I think that face-to-face quality is so important. But I agree with you. You have to have a a support group in your business. You have to have people who believe in your business uh-huh. and believe in what you do. I think that's such an important aspect. And if you don't have that, go out and find it. Yeah, go get it. 
Just get out and go have coffee. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm I'm also a firm believer, and you will find your tribe. You will yeah. find you will find your group of friends and and your support group that have um the same values and the same dreams and the same qualities that you do. So you and I met. You and I actually met at a local. We did. Event. We did a local event. We did. Like, right like we should have been sisters, I think. I <laughs> it's no way we are sisters. I don't you know. I want to look into that. <laughs> we got high chi bongs. We already yeah. discussed that. We, you know, we have the, the, the chin. We do. Um, but we do think a lot alike. And I mm-hmm. think that's uh that's a, a rare find in finding people that. It's so nice that, when you find someone that you click with like that, that you, you yeah. say something and they, yeah, they get you. They yes. just get you and they get where you're coming from. That's that's such a cool experience. I think our experience would be if we start finishing each other's sentences, then we really need to talk. <laughs> See, Todd and I do that. And he looks at me and he goes, that's so weird. That's I was weird. thinking the same thing. <laughs> and I'm like, we've only been together for 28 years, sweetheart. I would think that we know each other pretty well. You know, you just get to that place. You're on the same level with somebody. I think it's wonderful that you two can work together and respect each other's corners and an idea like the marriage. You just have to figure out uh, how to communicate with one another and you have to understand one another. It's not always easy. I know there's times he probably gets, I drive him crazy. I'm kind of a vocal person. I pretty much tell people what I think. I try to be tactful. (laughs) But I'm kind of, you know, I, I'm opinionated and um, and that could probably be tough for him. But I try to always be considerate and respectful. That's huge. If you're being considerate, respectful of whoever it is that you're working with, then you're going to be fine. It's just really yeah. getting along with one another and communicating well. And you got to realize, too, not just because you think something doesn't mean that's what somebody else needs to think. You know what I mean? Well, We're not all supposed to be alike. We're not all supposed to have the same opinions about things. And you no. just have to respect that. But I mean, yeah, it could be it could be tricky. But I mean, we've been doing it so long. We've just kind of figured it out, you know. And I think that it's important to be honest with each other. And, and communication, I think, is valuable. I think across the board, even when, you know, it, with the, even with your business, and clients or customers or people who work with you as you, if you could be genuine and uh-huh. be honest with yourself, I think people will respect you more because you're not putting out a facade or pretending to be something you're not. And I think that you get that when you're, when you have respect for yourself, other people respect you as well. So I think it's a full circle aspect um, because I think that like when we met, um, we, we connected instantly. It was a, uh-huh. it's been a, you know, a great connection. And we go have our tacos at Taco Mama. <laughs> I love Taco Mama. I miss Taco We're Mama. I'm about to go pick up Taco Mama. Love Taco Mama. Um, insert commercial. I, I've always kind of, with the way that I've operated in sales, I've always just tried my best to, I don't over promise anything. I always want people just... I level with everybody. I just want to be completely fair and honest about what we're doing 
And I think people appreciate that. And it makes my life easier because I'm not saying I'm going to do something with no intention of doing it. I'm not going to tell you something's going to happen if it's not. I'm not that way because I just want the relationship. Uh, to me, trust is important. I want anyone that works with me to go, I, I, Carolyn's going to just tell me how it is and be completely honest with me about things. And I trust her for that. And I feel comfortable with her for that. That's how I like to operate. I know that's not always the way salespeople sometimes don't have the best rap. I mean, I understand that. And that's there's probably some truth behind that. But I want to be different and I want to be authentic and I want to be trustworthy. So I do things a little differently. And I just am very, I don't say I'm going to do something if I don't plan on doing it. I'm going to do and it. I think, that, I think that when you're running a business, if you want longevity, right, you have to have that as, a, as, as part of who you are. And the people that you bring on and onto your team, you want them to have that as well. Want them to do the same. Exactly. The quality, you know, the quality of respect, I think, is really good. But I, I truly believe that too. I, I I don't know. I've never really thought there was a hidden secret into being a business owner. I mean, I think there's been those trials and errors of figuring out who you are as a person right. and how you want to run your business. But I think that um honestly, I think of if you can be true to yourself as a business person, I think that you have a better chance of having longevity mm-hmm. in, in what you do because, but I also do believe that, you know, taking control of your emotions, getting control of what's going on, not necessarily controlling the people in it, but control of how you handle yourself and your business. And I think that's such a great quality. I always do a think good that, idea. It's always a good idea to try to be as professional as you can be at all times. And I'm not saying stuffy because I'm just not stuffy. I'm kind of a goofball, actually. Oh my god! I might not be considered to be very professional, but hold on now. I was goofball just popped in my head. I was going to say I'm a goofball. See, that's weird. We're thinking alike. (laughs) I'm telling you, I think we're sisters. I'm Uh, telling you. Um, I want to start with a fun fact. Um. We're going to discuss Southern terms. Oh boy! So I'm, gonna, I'm, a couple, I'm gonna throw out a couple Southern terms. So this is our Southern t- term. Um, Am I gonna be graded on this? Maybe, maybe. Don't fail me. Oh, I don't want to disappoint you. <laughs> we need to talk. Okay. okay. All right. Here's question number one: Soda or pop? Soda. Okay. All right. Uh, Check mark actually, on this. Coke. <laughs> Coke. Coke. You want a Coke? Yeah. It could be a Dr. Pepper. Yeah, Coke or soda. I don't say pop. I'm not. I'm Can not. I have a Coke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, buggy or cart? Cart. <laughs> I, I, I know you didn't one. like that, but. It's buggy. I, I do. I call it cart. <laughs> it's buggy. That's a Southern term. So you got to realize that this one thing I spent the first nine years of my life in Los Angeles. So I wasn't always in the South. Well, look, so that probably uh, screwed me up pretty bad. I'm going to guess. We need to have a do over. No, a do over Southern. No, I'm uh, sure I'll do well from here on out. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm disappointed. I right, listen, I was up in Nebraska. I was stationed in Nebraska and I walked in the commissary in the, I'm like, hey, can I have that buggy? And they just, believe oh. me, the look, they're, the look are like, what? <laughs> Ain't no buggy. 
<laughs> Not just like, give me the buggy. Give me that buggy. Give me that buggy. Okay. Do you know the meaning of hold your horses? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Calm down. <laughs> calm it down. <laughs> hold your horses. You need to calm down. You need to hold back. You need to calm hold down. Your <laughs> Am I wrong? Jeans. Jeans. Or britches? Jeans. <laughs> I can't imagine me even saying britches. Go get me some britches. I'll go get me some britches. Give me some britches. <laughs> Do you use the word fixing in yes. your sentences? Yes, all the time. Fixing. I have fixin to watch that I don't actually text fixing. <laughs> I'm going to go to, I'm fixing to go to the store and I'm going to get me a buggy. So hold your horses. I'm going to go fix it and put my britches on. I'm going to put my britches on. I'm fixing to go to the store. Get me a buggy. Hold your horses. Uh, Give me a soda. Oh, God help us. Hold your heart, Carla. I I wrote that down. Bless your heart. Now listen, do you use bless your heart in several ways or do yeah. you use okay? Because so you there's can, so many meanings. So you can it look could at be empathetic, it could be yeah. bless your heart. You have really had a horrible day. It could be you're crazy. <laughs> bless your heart. Do you nod your head when you say bless your heart? Bless your heart. It's, that's why I, I always like to look at people because I want to read their face when they're saying something. You just want to see, you should want to see that reaction so you can come back and say, I'm fixing to put my bridges. I'm fixing. <laughs> and knock you out. <laughs> Give me some soda. <laughs> no, it's a Coke. Hold my beer. Okay. All right. I want to know, yeah. and I, I hope you don't disappoint me. Uh-oh. Beach or mountain? Where would I rather go? Yes. Beach. Oh, heck yeah, girl. Beach. High five on that. Beach any day. I actually told Todd the other day, I said, I truly think that God wants me to live by the water. <laughs> I just want to shout. He wants me to live close to sand, Todd. <laughs> I need a house on the beach. Of course, he just looked at me, rolled his eyes, and started watching his show again. I will go. I will go. I'll I'll be your roommate. Okay. Well, I want to go. I want to go because there's something about listening to the ocean. There's something about listening to the ocean that calms me down. It kind of helps, like, calm, slow my brain down a little bit where I can really think clearly and just be calm and let go of anything that's making me anxious. And so I, I love the beach. I love the beach. And I think the beaches, the Alabama and the panhandle of Florida are the prettiest beaches. They're beautiful. Have you ever been over like, have you ever been to like Mexico Beach and St. George Island? Those areas? No, but I've heard about them and I've heard they're gorgeous. They are absolutely kind I of a secret. some time. I heard St. George's is amazing. The St. George Island is this little island, and the only thing that separates it is this bridge. And uh, I actually, 
have a client over there. He's uh, redoing a, a restaurant down at Cape Sandblast. I don't know if you've uh-huh. been that way before uh-huh. either. And um, he's actually, they're growing uh, the, the area of Point St. Joe, Apalachicola, I'm sorry. Apalachicola has expanded um, because of the tornado. I mean, the hurricane that came through, through Mexico Beach and basically. Well, see, that's you know, where my nephew, my nephew has gone down there several times and helped them with the cleanup. He does yes. a lot of mission Actually, work down there. Mm-hmm. It's an absolutely gorgeous spot. If you ever get a chance, head that way. But I'm with you. I'm a I'm a beach girl. Um, I love the beach. It calls mm-hmm. my name. Mm-hmm. It says, Carla, come visit me. I know what you're saying. I just, Todd didn't believe me when I told him that, but he just, like mm-hmm. I said, he rolled his eyes. And <laughs> When you get ready, when you get ready, I'll, I'll go with you. Um, I'm ready. I, just want a <laughs> I just want the shack. I just want a, a little room where you go wash I your feet. I just need a clean bed. That's all. Yeah. I don't need anything fancy, just a clean bed, because I'm not going to be in there anyway. I'm going to be out on the beach. I'm a, yes. So I know, okay, so you you, you scored probably uh, uh, maybe a B out of this. I have redeemed myself. <laughs> maybe. A B minus. I'll give you a B No, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm disappointed in the cart and the buggy. So who um, calls it a buggy, Carla? You're the only one that calls it a buggy. <laughs> I'm from LA, remember? Laura well, Alabama. I am too, but a different one. <laughs> britches? Who calls them britches? Listen, I'm gonna say I would say Levi's or jeans. Maybe I'm different. Levi's. Listen, do you even know like uh, one of my favorite Southern words is G Hall? Do you even know what a G Hall means? I have no idea. What does that mean? G-Hall means uh, we're going to get together. G-Hall, together. Huh. Teamwork. Huh. Go into your, I want you to go into your next uh, team meeting, and I want you to stand in front of everybody, and I want you to say, hey, we're all going G-Hall together. I'm going to look at go, what is look, wrong with you? What's the, the looks that you're going to get? They, they're gonna, oh, that'll the be fun. Well, then I have to videotape it because I've got to see them look just really puzzled. <laughs> the puzzled expressions we need to, we on their faces. You work on your Southern terms a little bit. So I oh. want to say thank you so much coming on the podcast today. It's such well, a treat. Thank you. I had you're fun. So, you're so beautiful, beautiful heart, beautiful person, great, Aww. beautiful friendship. And I just want to tell you, thank you. This is your first podcast, right? This was your this very, is first my b- very first podcast. So thank you. I've enjoyed it. I'll be back next week. We'll do another one. <laughs> Maybe we'll film it. I'm sure your listeners are just dying to hear more out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, listen, I don't know why they download mine, but maybe they just want to hear my Southern slang. Breaches. Breaches. Fuggy. <laughs> I'm drinking my sweet tea as I talk to you right now. <laughs> I'm not going to even talk to you about sweet tea because you might unfriend me. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to you right I'm now. I'm not going to do it today. Well, that's a uh, conversation. Are you not a sweet tea drinker? Oh, gosh. Don't even. <laughs> is that a or no? I don't even know what to say to you right now. I'm, I'm disappointed. Sorry. I know, think I, know I failed you. <laughs> we're half a friend now. Oh. <laughs> I still love you. I still love right, you. Thank you for Thank you so, me. <laughs> honestly, you know, and the tables have turned because you've been doing interviews for I fun. do. I do. I 
now the table I need to tell everybody if you're again I've got a very you know I'm very unique um I do interviews now for a lot of my advertisers with event magazine and with the business journal you can go to our event magazine channel on YouTube to view some of the interviews you can also go to our websites www.eventhuntsville.com um, you can go to the Huntsville Business Journal website, which is www.huntsvillebusinessjournal.com. You can also go to our Facebook pages to, to have a link to the interviews. Um, tell me what you think. I hope that y'all enjoy it. You know, really, I've been able to interview a lot of business leaders in the community. And, and you know, I love hearing everybody's story. So you get to know people a little bit better that way by asking them about how they started and, you know, what they're doing now. And it's always good just to get to know people. So please go to our, you know, humanize it. Exactly. Because behind every, especially every small business, there's somebody working really hard wearing 10 hats. So it's just great to get to know their story and what they're doing. Yes, I think that's good. So thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, This is Carla from Coffee and Hustle, and we'll see you next time. Bye, y'all. Bye.